Discipline and consistency separate the good from the great. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Millionaire Woman Show podcast. We're grateful that you're here, and I'm your host, Deborah Kozowski. Today, we're going to be talking about letting your ambition be greater than your vanity. And I know I've had, you know, many people talk to me about this after a post I had, and I'm going to dive into it today. The people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that do. And that's a quote by Steve Jobs that I wanted to just kick off this talk about ambition. And you may have heard the phrases, do nothing out of selfless ambition. Well, let's talk about ambition for a minute. Oxford Online Dictionary describes ambition as the strong desire to do or to achieve something typically requiring determination and hard work. Now let's talk about vanity. Vanity is excessive pride in or admiration of one's own appearance and achievements. And some people will say that having ambition is wrong. But is it? I don't believe having ambition is wrong. And the reason I say that, and I'm going to dive into that in a little bit deeper here in a second, is when I talk about vanity is that you often believe that you're better than everyone else because you've accomplished so much or you look so much better or you're more skilled at things. But ambition is powerful. It drives your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? It is often to serve others and make the world a better place in some way. You are the solution to what is missing in the world. And I bring up vanity because there will be doubters and naysayers who will express their opinions and you may want to prove them how good prove to them how good you are and get their approval or receive some form of validation that what you're doing is right. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience that people pleasing, the needing of approval is a moving target. Just when you think that you've gotten to where you were told to go, it's either not enough or the target has moved altogether. And putting all these efforts for others can be exhausting. And what's worst of all is that you lose part of yourself and you lose who you are. That's your identity because you're so busy caught up in serving not serving others, but trying to please others so that they can recognize you and approve you. And then you end up losing the essence of who you are. So no matter what the critics say, I want you to stay ambitious and be driven by your why, making this world a better place than you found it. And it's not only the people pleasing or the approval or need for validation, That vanity piece is also when you fail, like when you fall forward and you're thinking that you've made mistakes and you've done wrong and things aren't going to move forward and you've given up on yourself altogether because you told yourself you might be a writer or an artist or a business owner and something didn't go right or you've lost your business that you're not going to get up and do it again because 
of you're worried what other people think of you. You're worried what, what they're going to say about you and that you have already labeled yourself as a failure. But if you take a step back and remember your why of why you're doing what you're doing, this is when you need to get up, dust yourself off, give yourself that pep talk that you need to know that it's not about how you look, the accomplishments that you've had, the achievements, and that you need to be admired by everyone else. You're doing it because this is what you feel called to do and you have people you are called to serve. So whether it be in life and your leadership or your business, I want you to hold on to that ambition that you have within you that keeps you alive, that keeps you driven. So make the world a better place, better than you found it. Write, paint, sell, coach, move, build, create, innovate, be you, whatever it is that you do. Do whatever lights you up. Help people see that the biggest difference between you and them is that you gave yourself permission to go after what makes you come alive. And all they have to do is give themselves permission as well. And isn't it interesting that we feel that we need this permission from the world to say, yeah, it's okay to go and chase your dreams or goals. It's okay to make the world a better place. Do you need the validation from others to know that that's a right thing to do, to chase that ambition and knowing that no matter how dirty your face gets or how much you've fallen, that you keep getting up because of what you believe in to be true. Maybe you see yourself average in comparison to someone else. And first of all, don't get into the comparison trap. Don't get caught up in jealousy or thinking that you need to have revenge on a competitor because that drive, that why behind it is not going to be successful. I believe that we're all meant here to be successful and there's enough for everyone. And yes, there are prodigies out there and it's okay. Effort will trump talent any day. You have what others don't have and that's ambition, the will to sacrifice something in your life to fulfill the why that you're here to do. The willingness to put in the work for the long game and not worrying about that instant gratification because instant gratification seems to take too long. You know, keep honing your skills. And as you do more and expose yourself to new situations, you will get better. You will improve. So stay determined. Do not give away your power to others, especially those who are not doing what you are or have no experience doing what you are. We could all hold, you know, pretend that we have this crystal ball and tell people whether they're going to succeed or not. But do they know? Have they taken chances on themselves? Have they given themselves the permission to go after their why? Chances are. They can offer the opinion, they can offer the advice, but they haven't done it themselves. People only know what they've been exposed to. Years ago, I had a family member say when I was told them I was going to do some speaking. Well, I have two situations. I'll share this with you. It's, it's, uh, it's actually fueled me more than anything. So one, I was talking with um, a mentor 
or who I believed was a mentor at the time and said, I wanted to be a motivational speaker and, uh, and that I was going to write a book. And she looked at me and she said, you can't motivate anyone. And she spun around and walked away. And I was like standing there in shock and couldn't believe what she said to me. Yet when I did publish my book, she was one of the first people I was going to gift it to her. Just that was my kind of validation. And she's like, no, 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 I have to pay you for this. And in that moment, I realized it wasn't that she didn't believe I could be a speaker. The belief is that you can't motivate anyone to do anything because it has to come from within. It has to be that intrinsic motivation, that ambition, that drive from within, which I now understand, which I mistook at the time. I can spark an idea within you to finally give yourself the permission to take move forward. Maybe a, a say, statement I make gets you to say, you know what, today's the day I'm going to take a chance on me. That is the motivation that I can provide. The motivation comes in the form of sparking your own ideas into action. And that thrills me more than anything. Another occasion was a family member, actually, when I told them, you know, I was going to be a speaker and that, you know, I'd reach out to organizations and businesses and share my word. And they said, who would pay you to speak? Another moment that I stood in disbelief. And what I did is I took that individual plus a few other individuals with me to some of the big stages that I've spoken on. And uh, they stood there in awe and, you know, understanding. And later, a few years later, I circled back to that conversation with them. And I said, do you remember saying this to me? Do you know how hard it was for me to hear that from you when I wanted you to be my greatest support? And here's the other thing, you know, we often get upset because we want other people to reply in a certain way, or we have this expectation, we want them to be this person that they're not. And, you know, when I shared that with them, they said, you know what, I didn't understand how that industry worked. Um, You do a great job speaking on stage. And I was very inspired to be there in the audience. Yet at the same time, it was because they didn't understand. So I always go back to that phrase from the Bible, forgive them for, for what they do not know, what they do. And, uh, you know, there's so many out, people out there can, who can offer their opinions or say something without thinking because of their own experiences. They haven't been exposed to it. And sometimes I think of those individuals that they also have a fixed mindset because there's a certain way things should be, or people should be, you know, in certain kind of jobs, and they haven't realized that there's all kinds of industries, and there's jobs that maybe they've never been familiar with, because they stay within the same circle and have that same expectation. So I'm always, you know, pushing my own boundaries, challenging myself to be put in new situations, to really understand the world around me, and how can I better serve it? And, you know, I've shared this book a number of times, but one of my most favorite books is a children's book by Barbara Cooney, and it's called Miss Rumpheus. And it's about this lady who, you know, used to sit at her grandfather's lap um, at at his knees with a bunch of other children, listening to him tell tales of his adventures in the world. And, 
you know, she'd say, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like you. I'm going to travel the world and then I'm going to settle by the sea. And he would always say, that's well and good, Alice, but you need to make the world a better place. And eventually she does do all these, you know, fantastic travels and, you know, ends up getting older and injures her back and was in bed one day, bedridden and looking outside the window and had seen these lupins. And she had got up from bed and got out the seed catalog and ordered a whole bunch of lupins. And when she felt strong enough, she went out down the countryside and would spread the seeds of the lupins. And the next year, the lupins all bloomed. And there was this beautiful countryside of all these lupins. Now, for people on the East Coast, they've told me that those are weeds. When I see them, I think they're a thing of beauty. And I've actually planted some in my backyard. So I, I find it very entertaining to hear that. But when I think of that book, and I think of that story, it is all about making the world a better place. And how we can't let our vanity of how we look or how other people see us or, you know, wanting to be accepted and needing to prove ourselves to override and stall us and paralyze us from taking the action that drives the ambition of our why. So I want you to give yourself permission to do something that you feel called to do in making the world a better place, to really have that strong desire to achieve, knowing that that determination and hard work is included and that you have a long game picture versus that instant gratification and that you know that your efforts are going to make a difference. And if you even have one person come back to you to tell you that you've done right, that you've impacted their lives, like I've had on this podcast or through some articles I've written or coached someone, you know that you've made an impact. And I want to commend you for following through on your ambition. Know that your why is underlying everything that you're dr driven to do. And may you make this world a better place, even if it's as simple as buying the person behind you a cup of coffee. So I want to thank you for joining me here on the Millionaire Woman Show. I want you to let your ambition be greater than your vanity. Focus on the journey. Focus on the process. And enjoy the ride along the way and share your gifts with the world. I would love for you to go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. That's Kazowski with an S K A S O W S K I.com. And Deborah is D E B R A. And you'll get your free PDF called Reset Your Mindset. Just drop in your email there and you'll be subscribing to the newsletter. And I have tips and strategies and mindset. Um, information there to really help you focus in on going after those goals and dreams and start making them a reality. As Mahama Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And as always, go out and make today great. <laughs>